What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Everything Inc. Podcast, your weekend gateway to the world of everything. Welcome to the first show of the podcast. It's been years working towards this moment, uh, getting all the equipment, all the programs, learning how to work th- stuff. Uh, but now, we're finally here. I'm Andrew, uh, your host for the show, now until uh, <laughs> forever. <laughs> and today will be... um. We'll just be doing the first episode. Nothing special. Uh, so, what what's this show? Uh, the show is supposed to be a recap of the past week of news. Um, so, every Monday, the show comes out. I record every Sunday. So, we get the news from the past week. We look at it. We talk about it. Any big stuff. A few big stories. The uh, No politics, though. Uh, because we get enough of that in the news nowadays. So... We just talk about some decent stuff. Sometimes just some miscellaneous stuff. Like some of the stuff we talk about today, really, is just kind of random. Because why not? Um, also because the first episode, so I'm trying to work out what kind of news to get, what kind of news we'll talk about. So uh, that is something I'll be working on. So, um, so yeah, that's the show. That's the premise of the show. Uh, today, we got, today we got some spicy stuff. So first, ep- first story of the day is... Uh, Obviously, we're all indoors right now, or we should be indoors right now. It is coronavirus season, COVID-19. Everybody's stuck inside. It gets um, it, it gets kind of kind of lonely when you're stuck inside for so long, you know? Uh, nobody to talk to. It's just, just your family. Uh, you know, they, they, they can get on your nerves sometimes. Um, family, if you're watching, I love you guys. Don't worry about it. But no, but you know, it's definitely... You, you get kind of lonely. You, we want, you want to get away from the world, all right? Nothing wrong with getting away from the world. Uh, so, what do you do? You can do a few things in your life. You could, could call up a friend if you got any. If you don't got any, yeah, you go on Instagram. If you don't got Instagram, go on Twitter, Facebook. If you if you have Facebook, I don't know, whatever. That's another story for another day about how how corrupted the privacy of Facebook is. But that's, that's for another time. We can talk about that. Um, but, you know... Play some games if you want. I know a few people out there who like to write in their free time. Uh, you know who you are. Uh, <laughs> so, the other thing that a lot of people like to do is uh, pick up their phone or their iPad, turn on the TV, and uh, watch some uh, shows. Um, nowadays, people don't really watch just regular cable TV. You know, Nobody goes just scrolling through the channel list anymore. What we do is we pick up our uh, streaming services. You know? You look at the cool streaming service stuff and you check it out, alright? What's new, what's hot, some old shows that you must love, or initially you want to try out, alright? So personally, I'm, I, I don't mind streaming services at all. I love streaming services, I like some more than others. Which is why today, <laughs> I want to bring to you my top 5 streaming services in order. Because I, we, all get, we all get bored. And to start off, maybe we just do a little bit of like an icebreaker, get to know me a bit more, a bit better. And talk about my favorite streaming services that are currently available to the public. So, basic stuff, right? There's a few big ones out there. Netflix, Hulu, Disney+, Plus, uh, HBO, Amazon, CBS. You know, those are all on. A few of those are on here, right? Because those are the big ones. But there's a few other ones in here that you might not ever use or might not think to use. Uh, because they might be new, or you just never knew about them. So let's just go through it right now. So 
I have five on this list with two honorable mentions we'll get to later. So, number five I have is uh, Amazon Prime. Uh, personally, I love Amazon Prime. Personally, I use it more than any other streaming service because uh, I'm, I'm a sci-fi guy, so I love my uh, science fiction shows. And if you like sci-fi, Amazon Prime is your place. I mean, you got everything. You got everything. You got Stargate. You got uh, Battlestar Galactica. You got uh, Farscape. Uh, even they have a, a, um, the Prime exclusive now, which is the Expanse. For those of you sci-fi fans, Expanse got canceled and it came back on Amazon Prime. Fantastic show. Uh, so, sorry, I've heard. I haven't got to watch it yet, but it's on my list of things to watch. And, and other things. I mean, you could watch. I'm pretty sure. Um, I think the Sopranos might be on Amazon Prime. I'm actually let me look it up right now. The Sopranos is yeah, it's actually free on Amazon Prime. So you know, those of you from Jersey uh, or just around the world who love, you know, those mafia stories, Sopranos is your place. Uh, uh, that's a show I love. Sopranos, it's just being from New Jersey. It's kind of cool watching a show like that takes place in your state because you know you look around and you're like, oh yeah, I've been there, I've seen that or. Like, in the intro of the show, like, I've been to, like, a few of those places. Like, one of those is a bridge in, uh, that, you, that you see constantly whenever you drive up to New York City. So, it's like, it's like oh, I've been to these places before. So, it's pretty cool kind of see uh, your own state. And just, just for others who don't live in New Jersey, it's still a cool show. It's just the plot and everything. The characters so likable. Great show. Uh, but this, this isn't Sopranos I read. This is uh, Amazon Prime. So, Amazon Prime, I also love it a lot because uh, a lot of people have Amazon Prime. Already, they use it for their shipping, and you know, Amazon Prime Video comes with that, so it's just you check it out, it's pretty nice. And, um, oh, yeah, and you can also buy stuff right easily, so it's not like it's not like some other streaming services you have to like buy, like they don't have everything you want. Amazon Prime, most of the time, is everything you want, and all you gotta do is just go on Amazon, rent it for $3.99, and you have it right there, which is fantastic. Uh, I use that all the time whenever I want to watch Pulp Fiction. Um, that's definitely a rated R movie, so... If, you, uh, if you're if you not into some blood and gore, then uh, don't watch Pulp Fiction. But if you are, I mean, go ahead go check, check it out. It's one of the greatest movies I've ever watched. I love Pulp Fiction so much. Um, and, my, and my personal favorite movie of all time is Space uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey. I bought that on Amazon Prime. Uh, uh, I bought that on Amazon for a few bucks and I, I, I watch that movie I have it I save it so whenever I'm in the Space Odyssey mood throw that on watch my 2001 Space Odyssey and you know uh, check it out because you know that's my favorite movie so yeah Amazon Prime comes in fifth in fourth place though we um a bit more of um a more popular one a definitely a newer one to the game which is uh, Disney Plus so what I love about Disney Plus is it's a uh, we all love Disney, right? I mean, most people love Disney, you know. It owns almost everything that people love, right? You got old movies, new movies, bad TV shows, great TV shows. It's just Disney has everything. Like, have you ever ever let's looked at Disney? What Disney owns? Like National Geographic is owned by Disney. Like what? When I, when I found that out, I was just like, what the heck? National Geographic owned by Disney? But I mean, it's just crazy. They have everything, everything you could ever want. E even ESPN, it's it's a part of Disney. It's kind of crazy. Uh, so if you Disney Plus, I mean, 
go check that out if you like all the classics. I mean, if you're in a Disney mood, Pixar mood, especially in quarantine with your family while you're social distancing and stuff, as you should be social distancing if this day requires it. Uh, Disney Plus, it's just a family-friendly streaming platform. If you're in the mood for some... I, I don't know, they have new things every day. Oh, yeah, uh, and a new movie that that came out in theaters right before the pandemic kind of got big. Onward, uh, my family and I just watched that movie the, the other day, and Onward, I, I really liked it. I really enjoyed it, actually. So if you're looking for something to watch with your family, Onward is a great movie. I actually really liked it a lot. It, uh, two main characters voice acted by Tom Holland and Chris Pratt, uh, both fantastic people. In the, in the acting business because, you know, they always they have the coolest things. Most Marvel people, too. Uh, Chris Pratt, obviously Star-Lord in Marvel movies. I mean, who doesn't love Star-Lord? A funny guy. It's fantastic. It's great screen presence. It's kind of cool to watch Star-Lord on TV. And then also Tom Holland who plays Spider-Man, the new Spider-Man, at least. Uh, a bit more young, naive kind of kid in those movies. But even, even, even in these movies, he's playing a young, naive kid. Um... Just finding his way in life. And it's pretty cool. Onward's a great movie. Uh, no spoilers here. I should just check it out if you want to look something to watch with your family. Uh, yeah, it's a family-friendly movie. Pixar obviously makes the best animated movies. Uh, if you want to fight me on that, uh, that could be another podcast episode. Uh, and third for me is personally my personally my least favorite platform. Uh, just because I've had bad experience with it. But it's just a... I personally just don't like how the UI works. For those who don't know what UI is, it's kind of a... It's just how it looks, how you interact with the platform. I personally never liked Hulu for that reason. I, I was, it always annoys me how the, how it's arranged and how it works out. But, <clears throat> excuse me, in terms of the shows that Hulu has, uh, it's everything. A lot of shows on there I love. If you're an anime person, Hulu might be for you. Uh, Hulu has a lot of cool animes. Uh, personally, I love watching uh, Naruto, which is a fantastic anime. And I, I watched that on Netflix, and I couldn't find the rest of the seasons. And then I found that on Hulu. I was like, whoa! And uh, Naruto is uh, at least the majority of it. And I don't know. Animes release episodes like quicker than you than you breathe. One breath, and there's already a new season of some anime out there. So if you're into an- animes, check out Hulu, because um, they actually have some pretty cool stuff there. And also, if you're not into anime, it's cool stuff still, uh, still there. Personally, I watched Gotham there. Uh, one of my favorite shows of all time, The Orville. It's a brand new show, Seth MacFarlane. So it's like a Star Trek uh, knockoff, but compared to some of the new Star Trek that's out right now, it's it's miles and miles better. It's how Star Trek should be. But, you know, for those who don't watch the new Star Treks, that's, that's, that's another podcast episode. I, don't, I do not want to get into that debate right now because that... Uh, I'm very passionate about my sci-fi and my Star Trek, and you know, when when it's disrespected and played around with by a uh, CBS, I don't get very happy. But Hulu has the Orville, and Orville's a fantastic show that I love a lot. Uh, Seth MacFarlane, obviously the Family Guy creator, voice actor, also in a lot of other movies and animated series. He's um, he's he's a, he's just a, another great great person in the uh, entertainment industry. Also a great guy too he's um does a lot of cool things so uh up second it's a bit of a surprising one uh my favorite streaming service behind amazon prime is new apple tv plus so 
Apple TV Plus. It's it's fairly new. It's very new, actually. It's it's the reason why I love Apple TV Plus so much is because every single show on there is original. So all the shows are just completely original, which I love. Uh, new shows come out every month or every few months at least of all different genres. You know, you got like mystery, horror, uh, historical fiction. I can, I can actually just like run through some of the shows that, that are there. Let me pull up Apple TV Plus on my uh, phone over here. We can look through it. I've watched a lot of these shows. So, if you love uh, Jason Momoa, who plays Aquaman, and he's very well known for Aquaman, but he plays a lot of other TV show characters. He was in Hawaii Five though. That's where he got his start. He was also in, uh, if again, those sci-fi fans out there, Stargate Atlantis. That's where he got kind of big. So, Jason Momoa, uh, you know him, you love him. Season 1. Uh, of a show called C, which I watched it. It was super. It was a very entertaining show. Even my grandparents watched it. It's, it's, it's very entertaining. Uh, it's, it could be a bit dark, um, but I mean, it's rated 16 plus, so it, I, I like watching it. It's about a. If you haven't watched it, watch watch the trailer, um, and it's it's Jason Momoa and he's blind and he has, his wife is blind and they have kids who can see. And it's kind of their journey and how uh, people who hunt people who can see, uh, think who think they're witches, try to hunt them down. It's, it's pretty it's pretty entertaining. All right, it's a really good. See, only season one out right now. Season two it's in production, but obviously, with Corona, you know things are a bit pushed back. Uh, another show out there, a bit different, uh, still a bit darker, called Truth Be Told. Um, another fantastic show. For those who know Octavia Spencer, uh, she plays the main character, Poppy Parnell. Um, Octavia Spencer, what, what would people know her from? Uh, she's in a lot of short movies like um, Ma. That movie's pretty new. Uh, she was in Hidden Figures. What else, what else was she in? Uh, I'm trying to find information on her right now. I don't know. She's in a lot of big things. I know her personally from uh, Hidden Figures. That's what I think of first. She played... I can't. I can't even remember that. I can look it up really quick. Hidden figures. Let's shut that up. From 2016. Yep. Uh, she played Octavia Spencer, Dorothy Vaughn, one of the three African American female uh, engineers and uh, and computers. Oh, so you here, right here. She was in The Help. Uh, Truth be told, Ma, Hidden Figure. I'm having trouble connecting to the internet. What the Take hell? Take a look at the help section <laughs> in your Alexa app. That is my Alexa. Alright, ignore that. I unplugged her. That's nice. Anyway, <laughs> she's in show, and she's also in, um, I guess she's in, oh my god, she's in, she's in a lot of things. Oh, apparently she was in Zootopia, uh, Spider-Man, I guess. Wow, okay. I gotta look, I gotta figure out what she was in. Insurgent, Divergent, I think called Divergent. That movie everybody loves. Uh, oh no, Allegiant and Insurgent. I don't. I've, I never watched those movies. I heard they're pretty good. I heard the books are even better. Uh, but you know, I never got around to watching this. Oh, Gifted. That's a pretty new movie. With um, what's this guy's name? I forgot what his name was. Uh, oh yeah, Chris Evans. Uh, most known as Captain America. Uh, again, Apple TV Plus. Where were we? Oh yeah. So yeah, truth be told, it's about she she solved the crime case. She, she had a podcast. Uh, she solved the, she solved the crime case, but. Uh, she wrongly convicted somebody, and he goes through hell in prison, and she's trying to get him out. 
It's pretty interesting. It's a really good show. I won't spoil anything, but season one's out. Yeah. I'm not sure if they're producing another season. I would think so. I, I'm pretty sure I heard they were renewing it. Or I heard they had renewed it. Uh, but it was another great show. I really enjoyed watching that show. Another marquee show on this platform. Uh, the Morning Show. Of course. This is, the, this, is the, this is big. Big cast right here. Just just in the cover picture for the morning show on Apple TV Plus, there's three massive actors: Reese Witherspoon, Jennifer Aniston, and Steve Carell. A fantastic show. Uh, for those who like The Office, this show could be a bit scarring because Steve Carell plays a news anchor who was accused of sexual assault and sexual harassment, and he was and he got taken off his job. So, if, for those who don't like the um, who knows what, who for those who don't want their beloved um, Michael. Michael Scott, that's his name. I forgot, forgot the last name. Michael Scott. For those who love Michael Scott, uh, this show might be a bit repulsive because uh, they kind of take a beloved character, they take a beloved actor and they make him a, a villain, which is kind of strange, kind of strange to watch. You know, I watched The Office, I watched the entire Office. It's kind of strange seeing Steve Carell turn into uh, the bad guy. So, and then Reese Witherspoon comes in to take his job. Uh, after she was made popular by a, somebody who recorded her ranting at somebody, and it was, it's, just, it's, just, it's just this this show is really good. It starts off a bit slower, but it, it got it got it, this show got really really good. I really really enjoyed it actually. Probably second to my favorite show on the platform, and the last show I'm going to talk about for all mankind, which is personally I love space. I love space, and uh, we'll get, we'll get on one space topic later. We'll talk about that. But for right now, just stick on this. For all mankind, it's a show about what if Russia got to the moon before America did. And it's just... It's it's just fantastic. This show's absolutely amazing. It's every space nerd's uh, dream. It has... How many episodes are in this season? Ten episodes. Season one's already out. Season two is in the making. I, I, I absolutely adore this show. For it, It's so scientifically accurate, which... It just... Everything feels like it would happen if Russia landed on the moon first. And the sets, and the actors, and everything, it's... It's fantastic. I, I love this show so much. I completely and highly recommend it to any space fan. Even if you're not a space fan, they explain everything, and all you gotta do is just be enthralled in the plot, and it's just, oof. It's one show I love. And there's a lot of other shows that have come out um, on Apple TV+. Plus. Um, the latest one being Defending Jacob, which is Chris Evans, who plays the father of a, a boy got convicted of murder, I believe? Oh, yeah, yeah. so the description is the family's lives are uh, irreparably disturbed when the son is accused of murdering a fellow classmate in this dramatic legal thriller. Uh, Chris Evans, Michelle Dockery, and Jadine Martell. Jadine? Jadine? I don't know. Whatever. Star in, in the adaptation of William Landay's best-selling novel. Don't know what that novel is, but Defending Jacob, I saw the trailer, it looked really good. A lot of other shows, Myth, uh, Mystic Quest Raven's Banquet, I heard that's a really funny comedy show, I heard that was good. Little America, another show, another brand new show called Trying, um, but the couple was trying for a kid, and they can't have a kid. Um, also, the trailer for that was pretty cool, I didn't watch it though, probably not my thing. And Home Before Dark, which is another show about a journalist, uh, a nine-year-old journalist, uh, oh, and of course, another show called Dickinson. A lot of people love Dickinson. 
I personally don't watch it. I heard I heard mixed things. I think it's it's very it's very dependent on the person who likes Dickinson. So it's about it's just, it's about uh, Emily Dickinson. It's uh, it's about her being a rebel. It's pretty cool. So I it, the trailer shows like it's a modern twist. Like it's a modern twist to the to an old story. So it's kind of interesting how they put that together. Um, it's strange. Uh, another show called Amazing Stories. For those who like the Twilight Zone, that's I haven't watched that, but I really want to. Servant, a horror movie, a horror show, and there's movies here too. Uh, the Elephant Queen, The Banker, Halala, uh, and Beastie Boys. Um, the only actual movie, like only fiction, uh, non-fiction movie here. The Banker, which is has stars um, Anthony Mackie and Samuel Jackson. Fantastic cast already. I want to watch it. Haven't gotten around to. And then the other three are just documentaries. Uh, Beastie Boys being the latest one. And then Halala and The Elephant Queen. So yeah. I saw there's kids shows here. The non-fiction TV series is coming soon. There's a show called Central Park. Which is kind of like Bob. It's the same art style as Bob's Burgers. For those who ever watched that. Uh, it's about Central Park, obviously. And I trailer for that looks kind of decent. So it's everything app, every, um, not everything. <laughs> Apple TV Plus, fantastic. If you have an iPhone, uh, it's it's the it's the TV app on your iPhone. Check it out. Apple TV Plus is should be in there somewhere. For those who do not have an iPhone, uh, I'm not sure if you download it on Android. I could probably uh, let me check that out because I don't know about that to be completely honest. If you can get Apple TV Plus on Android. Check that out. Oh, it's on Roku and Apple TV and it's, it's built into some Samsung TVs. You can watch it on Android, but only in the web browser. So that's kind of a takeaway, but I mean, whatever. I mean, look, I love Apple TV. Oh, and also, if you bought a, a, a recent device from Apple, I'm not sure if they're still supporting this, but I know if you did back when the iPhones came out or Macs and stuff, you got a free year was it a free year or six months or something like that of apple tv plus which is fantastic it's totally worth it and if you want to subscribe to it it's only five dollars a month which considering all you get all this original content i i think it's i think it's pretty worth it not gonna lie um all right i got ready to round up on that because i love apple tv plus so much uh it's if you have an iphone you're looking for something to watch all the shows there are absolutely amazing I, I love I, I love those a bunch. All right, for those who aren't looking for um, Apple TV Plus shows, Netflix, of course. We all know Netflix. I love Netflix. A lot of shows there. It's everything you want, everything you don't want. It's uh, it's interesting. It's interesting. I think we all know what Netflix is. I don't think I have to really get into that. And some honorable mentions, HBO, CBS. You know, HBO has some pretty good new content. You know, a lot of decent new stuff. And at CBS, a lot of compelling original series, just, uh, like Star Trek's there, but I mean, Star Trek Picard is there. And there's also other things like, um, what's that show called? CIS? Yeah, CIS? Uh, CIS? Yeah, CI CSI. That's what it's called. Jesus. CSI Crime Scene Investigation, you know, Miami and all those other ones. That's on there too. And a lot of CBS shows. You know, CBS has a lot of shows, so if you like CBS shows be my guest and watch that stuff all right before we get into animal crossing top five streaming services um if you agree with us if you don't agree with us uh <clears throat> i'm gonna actually have a, a poll on our instagram account uh yes we have an instagram account and it's the, it underscore everything inc all one word 
underscore everything Inc. I'll link you in the show notes. Vote there. And if you don't agree with our vote, uh, tell us what you think about it. So that's pretty cool. All right, next up again. Animal Crossing review. For those who don't know, Animal Crossing is a video game released by Nintendo, which is... We all, we all, people know who love Nintendo. They brought you... Uh, big ones, Mario. Uh, and, uh, Mario Kart. <laughs> Zelda. Uh, Donkey Kong. These are the big ones that a lot of people know about. There's a lot of smaller ones in there. And Animal Crossing is one of the smaller and also a bit more recently popular ones. Animal Crossing has been around for a while, but it's, it's kind of gained popularity in the in the recent years because, you know, it's just it's a fun game. And, you know, as it advances, it keeps getting better and better. And recently, Animal Crossing was released for the Nintendo Switch which uh, and the Nintendo Switch Lite, which are Nintendo's new flagship gaming systems, for those who don't know. And uh, I bought this game because we're in quarantine and, you know, I don't, I don't mind playing a game or two um, in my free time. I'm personally a big FIFA fan because I love soccer, uh, but there's no soccer going on right now because of the pandemic. So I'm kind of demoted just to playing FIFA and uh, just seeing how the seasons go and everything because it's kind of you know I miss soccer, but uh, that's for another day. So yeah, Animal Crossing, sixty dollars on Amazon, which uh, you know it, people say that's expensive, but I mean every, every video game that's pretty much new is sixty dollars. So, I mean, it's, it's, and, and for what you get, it's definitely worth it. Eventually, in these pandemic times, like, of course, I will take Animal Crossing any day of the week, which I love so much, because Animal Crossing, you, you okay, the premise of the game is you kind of, you, you, you have an island, and you, you become like a, you're like a mayor, I guess you can say a mayor, or you monitor, or you own this island, and the travel company, Nook, Inc., uh, and they, they they kind of host the island, so I guess they're really the owners, and you kind of just, you build stuff, and you kind of organize the island the way you want, and you figure it all out, and I, just, I love it. I love playing it, uh, because, you know, it's, just, it's I love these kind of world-building games, where you just build up a world of your own choosing, and it's, 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 it's fantastic. I love it. I love it. Uh, so, which is why I'm giving it a 9 out of 10 rating. It's, you know, Animal Crossing. Of course, it's, it's interesting, because... In these times, when you want to get away, right, you're stuck inside and you want to leave, Animal Crossing gives you like a whole new world to just have. And it's uh, it's really it's really entertaining to have this, this world waiting for you here. When, you, when you're all done, you want to get just you're done with your day, and you're done, with, you're done with the world around you, you just want to take a break. Flip on your Switch. <laughs> get your Switch, turn it on, and play some Animal Crossing, which is what I do. I have a few friends who play it. I have two close friends who play it that I know of right now. I have a lot of other friends who I know have it, but I haven't talked to them about it. But I've talked to my cousin and another friend about it, and Animal Crossing, fantastic game. They both love it for the same reason. It's just the world building, the determination. Uh, it, there's one thing that people don't really like about the game, and it's that it actually corresponds real time to the new feature. So if you're playing at 11 o'clock at night in the game, you're playing at 11 o'clock at night in your world world. If you just wake up in your... In the in the real world, you're playing. You, you just, it's morning in the game. The times correspond, so sometimes it'll take a while for stuff to build, right? So I'm not sure if it's a new feature. I haven't really played the old Animal Crossing games. I just heard about them and thought they were good. So we'll say you have you you have to build a shop in the game, right? It's one of the first things you have to build. You build a shop, it'll be done in a day. 
You build a bridge, it'll be done in a day. If you build your house, it'll be done in a day. And there's other times for everything. And you just go around, you build, you uh, destroy trees, you plant stuff, you make friends with other neighbors. It's it's a fun game, which is why I really recommend it. It's just has, it's, it's really immersive, uh, especially for quarantine, because you want to get away, right? You want to just play around and uh, enjoy different life for a bit. So take your mind off this crazy world we're living in. And it's just a great payoff uh, every time you do something in that game. It's pretty special. It's just, the game combines, uh, I have it right here in my notes, combines work and creativity, which I agree. You have to work for something, and eventually it, you're rewarded with having your own custom world. You do whatever you want. You can change your outfits. You can go visit friends. I've, vis I've visited friends already before in this game. You can collect stuff from their islands, and you can play around. You can just build stuff, buy things. Uh, currency's called bells. You have a mortgage that you have to pay off, which that gets annoying. Because the mortgage is like 95,000, uh, the currency in the game is bells. So the 95,000 bells, right, and I, I, I'm here, but I want to buy stuff. So I'm paying off like, nothing, right? I have tw I, I like to keep like about like, 20,000 bells uh, because I like to buy things sometimes. So you're buying stuff, these bells, and you're just going, like, you, you want to contribute to your mortgage to pay off your house, finally. But, I mean, at least it doesn't go up or down, which is, I guess that's, that's good. You just pay it off, and that's that. And you own a house, and you can expand it, and then... They pay off more things. It's just... I can get annoying. Um, but I personally love having this world to build in these times where just, the world is just hectic and crazy. And I don't mind it. I don't mind it at all, to be completely honest. Uh, fun game. Probably one of the better games that have come out this year because not a lot of games have come out you know, that I've played. Um, but, you know, I love it. I'm really enjoying that game. So for those who want to get away from the world, I suggest Animal Crossing. It's on Nintendo Switch. You could buy a Switch. Uh, although now with Amazon and stuff, you probably won't get to you for like three weeks, but whatever. Uh, but I gave it a 9 out of 10. So, I mean, I'll, I'll start a list of what I rate games whenever, if I review them on the podcast. Uh, 9 out of 10. Fantastic. Fantastic, fantastic game. I, um, excuse me. I really enjoyed it. And uh, I play it every now and then. Sometimes I play with friends. How far you are. Try to beat, yourself, try to beat each other in progress. It's kind of fun. Again, $60 on Amazon if you want. Or $60 in general. It should be just $60. Uh, that's how much a game costs. <laughs> Nowadays, it's quite a bit, but whatever. You could be frugal with your money. All right. On to the big story. I'm going to drink water here. Uh, the big story of the day, which I, I'm excited to talk about, is um, Elon Musk. I guess you could call him one of my personal modern heroes, I guess you could say. Modern, I, I, I want to say role model, but when you look at the stuff he's done sometimes, some of the stupid stuff, you kind of question this guy, right? Elon Musk has been going through, many are calling, a midlife crisis. He's, he's, this, guy, this guy's just gone wild. So for those who don't know, who's he, Elon Musk, super super famous entrepreneur. He um, built companies. Uh, he, most, he started off with PayPal. Was his first big one? He sold that. This other company, SpaceX. He, he became the CEO of Tesla, and he made it his company, and it's fantastic. Do all these great things. Tesla's a fantastic company. They do stuff for the world. They uh, they're a public company, and they build electric cars. We all know Teslas. They people look at them nowadays like they like their luxury cars, but in reality, they're, they're not that luxury. Uh, I mean, I, I, I would say they're kind of expensive, but they're no Bugatti or they're no Lamborghini. They're no. It's, it's, it's a, it, it can be a very affordable car. If you want it to be an affordable car, uh, it's like 40000 which is a lot, but it's not. People t take Teslas to be like a super expensive luxury car, and they're, they're not really that expensive. Anyway, Elon Musk, founder of all these companies, he's been he 
on May 1st, which, let's get into this, let me pull up the Twitter here. On May 1st, this guy goes wild. So let's, let's start off with on May 1st, this guy says, Tesla stock price is too high in my opinion. All right. Now, Elon, buddy, it's your, this is your company. I'm not sure if there's some sort of marketing tactic or something. This guy just goes straight up and says, oh, yeah, my company, it's it's valued way too high. I'm not sure if he's just trying to make himself, like, try to get pity. No, he, he's not that kind of guy. He says, Tesla stock price is too high, right? All right, sounds good. So Tesla dips down 10%. The stock price dips down 10%. So uh, for, like, for me personally, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a stock holder in Tesla. And, and <laughs> this, guy, this guy says, Tesla stock price is too high in my opinion. It goes down 10%. Like, I, I, I've lost money on Tesla now. So, so this guy single-handedly takes a tweet. This guy, all, all he's doing is, on, on his life is press the create tweet button on Twitter, write out some random words, <laughs> and, <laughs> and the Tesla stock price goes down 10%. This, that's how much power this guy has in his company, or how much influence he has in these companies. It's kind of crazy. So Tesla stock price is too high, in my opinion. That's the first tweet he put out. Stock goes down 10%. People are a bit upset about that. But whatever. All right. So, you know, wait, this guy's full of shenanigans, right? He's posting all this crazy stuff on Twitter all the time. So, then, he, uh, same day, I'm not sure how quick afterwards, but same day, he says, <clears throat> completely unrelated, I'm pretty sure it's completely unrelated, now give people back their freedom, freedom in all caps, alright? Elon, alright, this guy who's trying to better the world and stuff, he's telling people, now give people back their freedom. Let's, let's read the rest before we get into anything right now. Now give people back their freedom. So now, then he starts typing out the Star Spangled Banner, or parts of it at least. He says, Oh, the land of the free and the home of the brave? Question mark. Uh, land of the free? That's the part to the note. Oh, say does that Star Spangled Banner yet wave? And the, uh, and the rocket's red glare, the bombs bursting in air. And he says, Rage, rage against the dying of the light of consciousness. Uh, okay. So, I... I, I he recites the Star Spangled Banner, and, um, okay. <laughs> so this guy just adds his own line over here. Rage, rage against the dying of the light of consciousness. Actually, no, that's, that's a completely separate tweet. No, yeah, yeah, he, he just writes, And the rocket's red glare, bomb bursting in air, Oh, say to that Star Spangled Banner, yet wave over the land of the free and the home of the birth. Okay, fantastic. All right. Question mark. Okay, anyway, he starts trying to, like, Advocating for, like, anti-lockdown advocation. Alright. Uh, we'll get into the more of the backstory later of that. Alright. And then here, here's where the midlife crisis comes in. He says, I am selling almost all physical possessions. Will own no house. And then he... <laughs> and then he says, My girlfriend, Grimes, is his girlfriend, uh, is mad at me. And then he says, Just one stipulation on sale... I own Gene Wilder's own house. It cannot be torn down or lose any its soul. So, for those who don't know who Gene Wilder is, uh, he played Willy Wonka. That's his most notable role. He played Willy Wonka in the first original Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. Uh, that's Gene Wilder. So, he, so Elon Musk owns Gene Wilder's old house. And he didn't want to be torn down or lose any of its soul. So, <laughs> okay. Uh, people were saying, like, this guy's... On, on drugs, I mean, he, he he's known to like he he smoked uh he smoked weed, 
on the um, on the Joe Rogan podcast, which is another big podcast. I've never personally listened to it, but I know he got well, he got a lot of hate for that, and that's another time he single handedly plummeted the stock price. <laughs> and, and so he so he did that one. So I mean, I, I, people are saying this guy's just on drugs. I, I don't want to I, I don't want to say that, but I mean, this this guy's kind of wild. Like, uh, he first of all he, he's saying the Tesla stock price is too high. Okay, now get people back to freedom. Uh, saying the stuff parts parts of the Star Spangled Banner, okay, uh, you do you, buddy. I guess he's trying to fight against the lockdown. So I mean, he, I remember at the beginning of this pandemic, I remember him saying people are overreacting, the governments are overreacting, governments are lying about deaths. Uh, they're saying they're much higher than they actually are. This guy's he had a big conspiracy about just, uh, Corona and and how it's actually affecting the world. So. He tweeted all that stuff a few months ago. Now he's advocating for the anti-lockdown. Which, people, stay inside. Come on. Like, well, I know this guy. We all think he's smart and whatever. Look, I do too. But I think uh, there's a lot more people working on the case of uh, what's wrong with the world right now. And one guy who's not really in the medical field, I, I don't think he I, I don't think he, um, he knows what he's talking about in this case. Believe me, I, I, I admire Elon. I... I admire everything about him, uh, his companies, his work, his his mind, everything he does. I admire it, but uh, this is a bit wild. He's, now give people back their freedom, he says. So that's that's Elon right there. And then today, is this today? Or is today? Today's the third, right? He says, four hours ago, he said, well said, Lord Sumption, well said. So it links to an article from... Um, the Daily Mail, which is a UK news site, which is Lord Sumption is the author of this article. And he's saying, and the title of the Daily Mail article is "Locking Up the Elderly Until Coronavirus Is Defeated" and is is a cruel mockery of basic human values. Former Supreme Court Judge Lord Sumption gives a withering critique of the government's lockdown. So this guy, Lord Sumption, <laughs> talks about the lockdown. Whatever. Look, it's it's for our own good, even. It, it's, it's the, the issue with the coronavirus is that it's very new to the world. We don't really know much about how to treat it. Dr. Anthony Fauci the other day just gave us a way to mitigate it and possibly cure it for some people. And they're testing that out currently. But that's, that's cure. That's not even a vaccine. We don't even have that yet. So there's a lot of stuff that has to be figured out first before any, any kind of lockdown stops so it's it's very harsh to just kind of make these assumptions and stuff that oh yeah well maybe the world isn't as bad as it looks and he tweets some other stuff his usual weird tweets minecraft has amazing legs whatever the heck that means okay elon and then he wants people to make minecrafts and pokemon go for teslas i don't think that has anything to do with this uh, and then people are so on those t- tweets from before people are asking him elon p- please just tell us tell us that your account got hacked. Uh, he's like, nope. And he's, and he's tweeting regular things today. So I, I I just don't know. He said his girlfriend is mad at him. I mean, his girlfriend is pregnant. Uh, I think he's expecting like the next th- three, two days, two or three days. So that's kind of wild. He's almost going to have another kid. I, how, this guy, this guy, how many kids, kids do this guy have? Huh, so let's look at somebody quick. Elon Musk has like eight kids. One, two, three, four, five, six... Okay, so he has, he'll he'll have he currently has six. He's gonna have seven. Uh, Nevada, Damien Griffin, Xavier uh, Saxon, and Kai. No girls. Whoa. So yeah, 
All right. All right, Elon, you do you, buddy. So, yeah, he's uh, talking about all this wild stuff. Elon Musk. I look, again, people just... Just stay inside. Why? Why? Look, Elon Musk, I guess, again, great mind, great person, but he's just not sure. He, he's just not the guy to be uh, making the calls on this thing. It's whatever. It's whatever. Um, Let's see what else we got here. Today, I think we're on to our last story of the day. Uh... And which is going to be a segment I call in the coming months, which is just going to be uh, something you should look out for in the next month. So, considering this is the first episode of the podcast, first episode of May, what's going to happen this month? You know, something crazy that I think uh, people should look out for. And for me, that will be uh, NASA's SpaceX Demo 2 mission. Now, here's what I was talking about, uh, how much I love space earlier and here's what I here's where that comes into play NASA's SpaceX crewed launch um uh the last space shuttle took off from American soil on July 8 2011 that was the last time that Americans launched space from the United States in 2011 it's 2020 where have we been (laughs) that's a rant for another day because I that's another thing because NASA is they need funding because they're not getting anywhere with space right now. I mean, we've been paying Russia. How much is a seat in the Soyuz? It costs in 2015 it costs 82 million and now in 20 not now but last in 2017 it costs 75 million per astronaut for that the US buys. So with so if the US wants to put an astronaut on there it's 75 million. That's kind of, that's wild. That is absolutely insane for a seat on a rocket. And Soyuz, by the way, for those who don't know, is a Russian rocket. They've been using it f- since the 70s and 80s. And the 60s, actually. They've been using it ever since. Uh, the Soyuz is a capsule that is what we've been using to send astronauts to space since 2011. And since before that, too. But mostly the space shuttle took up more. The t- space shuttle had a bunch of seats. Uh, seven or eight people could be found on the space shuttle. So it's been nine years since we did anything with American soil and astronauts. So that that's just that actually is horrible. <laughs> if you so now finally I know we just got off the topic of Elon Musk, but SpaceX, they've built a, a crew dragon. They call it the Crew Dragon. It's a beautiful beautiful capsule. It's absolutely it's, it's it's gorgeous. It is absolutely gorgeous capsule. It's called the Dragon. It's going to take the first Americans to space since July 8th, 2011. Um so yeah, so what, what, what do you got to know about it, right? Four, on, it's going to take off at 4.32 p.m. on May 27th. 4.32. Rockets don't usually take off at the time they're supposed to. There's usually some sort of delay. So, chances are there'll be a delay. The two astronauts will be Robert Benkin and Douglas Hurley. Two guys. Fantastic. It's going to be... I'm, I'm really excited for this. And it's going to dock to the space station. Because this, this is going to the International Space Station to recruit them. Uh, it's be the first test mission of its kind. SpaceX has been testing the Crew Dragon for months and months and months and months and months and months. And years, actually. Finally, we're testing it with people. Finally. Which is well needed. So yeah. It's going to dock to the space station on May 29th at 11.29 a.m. So that will be uh, something to watch. Because that's, that's going to be beautiful. This white capsule that we only get seen on paper and in uh, and basic rocket launches. Just docking. I mean, it, it's docked to the space station before for a test. But nothing more than a test. I mean, there's been, there was no people inside of it. But now we're going to see people inside of it coming out with these beautiful SpaceX uh, suits on. Which looks like something out of like a, a, a movie. These, these SpaceX astronaut suits are beautiful. These white things, heads down. If you guys remember, uh, what was it, 20, 
2018. Yeah, 2018. Um, SpaceX launched Starman on, on Elon Musk's red Tesla Roadster into space. The same suit that's on that if you want to look up a picture of Starman. Starman SpaceX because Starman's also a nickname for David Bowie. So don't, uh, don't, don't confuse the two. If you look up Starman from SpaceX, you'll see him in his red Tesla uh, orbiting the Earth. That's the same space suit and it looks absolutely beautiful. I love that space suit. It's the Probably the most, it's probably the coolest spacesuit that we've ever seen. That's epic. Uh, and they'll be launching on May 27th. This is like every space nerd's dream. And finally, some American space pride. Finally, we haven't had any of this for years. Space is finally going to come back to America. And pretty soon, I mean, the, the new NASA director, Jim Breinstein, is Br- Br- Breinstein, sorry. He's a fantastic guy. He's been doing so much. We're finally going to actually have a plan to go to the moon. I mean, we've been building the same rocket for like. 10, 20 years, like, oh yeah, it'll, it'll be done next year, it'll be done next year, for like 10 years, and finally, it's gonna be done, and people are gonna go to the moon, and we're gonna, we're gonna go to Mars, probably SpaceX, and do that first, but that's another thing here, right, SpaceX isn't NASA, SpaceX is private, because NASA doesn't have enough funding to do all these things they want to do, NASA's kind of been demoted just to basic satellite science, not human exploration anymore, I mean, yes, we explore, but through probes, not through humans. Which, you know, what, what are you going to take? Computer observation of ones, ones and zeros? Or human operations of uh, eyesight and a physical description and words? And high-quality image that comes from our actual eyes? Like, that's that's brilliant. Like, that's it's been, we haven't had that for years. I mean, it's been since 1972. We got the last man on the moon. Apollo 17. 1972. With the last man on the moon... It's been that long. It's been that long, which is absolutely abysmal because it's it's bad. That's we should we shouldn't have never slacked off with the space race. We could have been moon bases by now. Which, if you watched that show I was talking about earlier on Apple TV Plus for all mankind, yeah, that's, you'll you'll see some of that stuff. And you'll see what would happen with America if funding would never cut in the seventies. So yeah, it's it's, it's an all around. It's a brilliant show. It's a show. It's a show. <laughs> I went back to talking about Apple TV Plus. No, it's, uh, I'm really excited. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be on a Falcon 9 Block 5 rocket, which is more fuel efficient, uh, just to, to, to be basic. And if, for those who don't know what the Falcon 9 is, it's a marquee SpaceX rocket that um, can land itself, the, the bottom part at least, which is, whew, that's, in, that's insane itself. SpaceX is, SpaceX is a wild company. Like, props to them. Like, jeez, the things they do. Guy, woof, wow. So, yeah. SpaceX will be launching that rocket on May 27th. And, uh, I mean, the next podcast after that, that'll probably be the marquee show. I think to talk about. Let's see how that goes. Because that's going to be absolutely epic. I cannot wait for that at all. All right, everybody. That's the show. Uh, hopefully you liked it. I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy because this show has been a dream of mine for a lot of, for a long time. And I'm finally bringing it to fruition. Finally. Finally, 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 I'm uh, I'm happy. I'm happy. Uh, I think it's gonna take off. For those of you who tuned in this first episode, I really want to thank you. Uh, I know a lot of you first viewers are just close friends and family right now, because you know I have I don't have much of an outreach. So to all my friends and family members who are watching this right now, I really appreciate you guys. Hopefully, this is just the beginning of something great that'll go on for a while. Uh, again, everything incorporated. It's your weekend gateway to the world of everything. Every Monday. Every Monday night. Well, I'm not sure every Monday night. Maybe it's every Monday. I'm not sure what time yet. 
So we're still working that out. Still working on a few kinks here, people. If you have any recommendations, you can DM us on Instagram right now. It's kind of all we have right now. There's no Gmail yet or uh, Twitter or anything. Just an Instagram at underscore everything inc. No period. Just everything inc. All one word on Instagram. That'll also be linked below uh, in the show notes or wherever the show notes are in this episode. Uh, so hopefully you like it. Uh, if you if you enjoy it, please subscribe to the show. Check it out. Weekly episodes every Monday. All right. Well, that's it, guys. That's your weekend gateway to the world of everything. Again, people. Hope you enjoyed. Um, yeah. All right. Have a good one. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>